Hey guys, welcome back for another episode of Vinyl Divers. What is up? Uh, I'm in a different setting today. Usually I'm either at Chris's in pod studio number numeral uno. Uh, Today I took a bit of a drive. I didn't go home and record in my own studio. I kind of went out of the way. I um, I actually went from the opposite direction of my own home. I actually went out to Niagara Falls. And you're you're probably wondering, why Anthony? Why would you go to Canada, Niagara Falls? Guess what? It's not Canada, Niagara Falls. It's Niagara Falls on our side. Joke's on you guys. Yeah, poor jokes here. Uh, but I'm actually in podcasting studio numero uh, dos. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, it is really cool. It's really fun when you sit in a, even though, it, even if it isn't all the perfectly organized because, you know, you got stuff going on and, you know, there's, there's jars of, of stuff being created and there's like a bookshelf and there's a box full of t-shirts, which by my way, by the way, do look badass. We're going to get to that later. Um, you know, there's, there's, uh, jerseys hanging and, you know, cult stuff. And I really don't know much about football other than, Hey, my dad likes to watch it. And I have friends that also do podcasts about it. Um, I'm in this really awesome studio. And what's cool is that when you sit in, when you're sitting in a studio with friends, there's a, this chemistry that no matter what you're talking about, there's a flow that just keeps going, and it's awesome. And I'm kind of mad that we didn't have the past like 20 minutes recording, because there's content there that was like, no. It's kind of like the George Carlin skit, like, oh, look at the moment. Hey, we, oh, it's gone. It's kind of gone now. Whatever we talked about, no one knows. It's gone. It's, it's out there. And anyway, um, to bring it in, in the studio numero do, dos, <laughs> studio numero Dose, I am in here with, and I have a guest on, Matt Johnson. Hello. How we doing? I'm Matt. <laughs> that is one hell of an intro. <laughs> it was really good. That was really good. I would, I would, uh, I want to see you and Christian in an intro off. I really do. That was really good. <laughs> you know what? I was telling Chris that I love when him and Caddy get, honestly, I think, I like, I like Christian's. Caddy's my favorite. He has a like, new one every week. It's like the undying of the East, the shadow blade from behind, the stab in the back, the man, the myth, Caddy. And you're just like, oh. He just does them on a whim, too. Like He's like, oh, I was going to do this one, but I decided to go with this one. I'm like, do you have like a notebook of these like planned like somewhere? Like, Where do you come up with it? But that's just that's how good Caddy is. He's, we'll keep going. No, he's, he's just very witty and talented like that. He, some of the stuff that never makes it to the out, out to the air, like and will never ever be allowed out in the public's attention. Caddy's a riot. He's so funny. <laughs> T-shirt idea. Yes. Pushed our podcast on the front. On the back, it's like a straight up scrap page, of like notepad, and it's just him, like his, like his writing, his intros, like that's it. I like that idea. He doesn't. Need, we do need T-shirts for push start, and Caddy's really good at designing them. Um, he's he had a number of stuff like come up with Christian as well too. He designed um, the the one T-shirt I got right now for Two Point, mm-hmm. but um, and then well, Chris designed the the basic design for the other the other two shirts. But yeah, dude, like I think that's a great idea. The more T-shirts, the better. Dude, I got some great T-shirts ideas. It's just kind of right now. It's like. I got to get them out. And I want to see the quality. So after we're done recording, I want to check out the shirts. Oh, because dude. If they're, if they're good and they're like what me and Chris like, I already have ideas. I'm going to do, uh, I think I'm going to do the BICBP, the Pink Floyd one. Okay. I, I love got, that idea. That's great. 
You know, and people are eating up those Tecmo Bowl ones. Really? They're, they're eating them up. And it's really good. I, I 100% vouch by this guy. He was very good about everything. Mm-hmm. Super affordable. So, yeah. When you when you give me the thumbs up, I'll, I'll point you in his direction. Oh, we're, we're going to talk right after that. That's going to be off mic. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, but, dude, thank you for joining on. Uh, so, Thanks for having me. I'm honored to be on. <laughs> so, for everyone on the network... Uh, for everyone that's all my fans listening, I talk about the network, about how we have other podcasts, and you probably have heard my mindless raps about all the other shows before. And I've mentioned Two Point before. I mentioned Push Start, mentioned Kayfabe, mentioned uh, Wrestling Six. Yep, Section, Section Six. six yep. Am I missing one? Uh, Not joking. Am I missing? Uh, let's see. Go through that list again. Two Point. Two Point. Kayfabe. Kayfabe. Uh, push Start. Push Start. Two. Uh, Section six. Section six. Panel discussion. Panel discussion. <laughs> I knew I was like, like wait, yeah. it's one of them. One of them. One more. Um, and I do host another one that's not a part of the network too. Yes. Um, occasionally, we're not in. It's not like in season right now, but mm-hmm. but yeah, I uh, <laughs> I have a lot. I'm a little. I'm a whore for Man. for podcasting. Like it's 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 crazy how much. Like when I first got in, and you know, every time I'm like, man, I want to do so much more, but. But I don't have the time. But eventually, you know, I just just Make did the time. it. I made you made I made the time. You I start to realize. All right, so I got like Thursday nights off. If I spend an hour with the wife, girlfriend, spouse, whatever it be, the dog, the dog. <laughs> well, not even for you, just anyone else. Yeah, yeah just yeah. as podcasters, you start to realize you have this life of you start to budget out every bit of time you have, and you start to realize when can I podcast in oh, between I do. all of that. <laughs> I do, dude. My schedule tomorrow is insane. It's like... It's Friday. It's your day off. No, it's not. <laughs> Everything that I don't do Monday through Thursday piles up on Friday. But I ha- I have, I'm have recording two different shows tomorrow. Which one do you, which one is tomorrow? I'm doing recording panel discussion Very nice. with Greg. And I got invited back on to Bryce's podcast nice. uh, with our buddy Ed Jesse that support your enthusiasm. We're going to talk WrestleMania. So, Dude, that's going to be fun. I know. It's going to be a busy week. <laughs> busy Friday, but oh, man. worth it. Worth dude, it. That's good. Well, dude, I mean, I'm going to tell you, uh, on our network, I love seeing everyone that joins in. And the fact that when you joined in, you, you came in just off of, it was on accident. It was through initially just because of some Facebook Live videos you were doing. And it turned in, like, I mean, dude. Well, actually, I mean, the, to be honest with you, it had nothing to do with me. It was all Christian. I will give him full credit. Full credit. Um, you know, the hundred percent chance. Like, yeah. I mean, you you know the story. Yeah. Him showing up in the green Power Ranger shirt to Nickel City Con last year, which we are what a month away, little little two month, months away, a month and a half, month I and a half or so, uh, end of May. And you know, he just happens to be walking by. I think it was you and Sean, me and Sean, you and Sean, and somebody called. One of you guys called him Sean over. Sean Randall. Sean literally just like kind of sprints down to him, <laughs> like, "Hey, you got to come and embarrass my friend." Right, and like it's it's or something cr- so stupid. Yeah, and look what it spawned, dude. <laughs> Right? Isn't it crazy how, like, if if you really think about, like, put everything into perspective, if Christian chose to wear any of the other million t-shirts or shirts, clothing that he has, and he has a lot, trust me, I, I've seen, the dude is a t-shirt clothing just fiend, and I, I love it, but if he chose any other article of clothing, we would probably not be sitting here right now. That is a, huh, that's fact, that is complete fact, and dude... I mean, you turned into like a podcasting fan. You went from literally coming in like fresh, never done it, kind of want to get into Nervous, it too. scared. Like, uh, I remember meeting at Outlet Mall like, all right, I kind of have an idea. 
And me and Chris left were like, these guys are going to be good. <laughs> and then within like two months, I was like, all right, so Matt's got another new show. It's like, for real? Good for him. And it's not even like, oh, I got a new show and it died. Like, you got him going strong. <sighs> They're good. It, you know, the important thing is consistency that mm-hmm. I found. And, you know, even even when I was on, like on my honeymoon, like, and it's, it, 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 I, I like it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> Excuse my language. I don't know if you lost swearing on oh, this no, show. Oh no, this is the explicit show. Okay, cool. You do realize I'm the reason we had an explicitly rated Power Rangers that, show. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, I try to sneak on my like my podcasting stuff. My laptop, my portable my Yeti mic. Why didn't you just bring the mic? Why didn't you just get like a portable mic? I tried to bring the Yeti mic and I got caught. And I, <laughs> it was for it was for the best. You know, honestly, it was for the best. I, I'm glad that that yeah. happened, but. Uh, you know, I was like, man, I don't want to miss two points. The week after the Super Bowl, um, Greg, why don't you record an episode? He, you know, never been on the show before. He, he does obviously the panel discussion with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, hey, can you just give me like an hour or something, just something so I can put it out, so I can have it. And he did. He did great. I rewarded him. I bought him a lucha mask in Mexico. That was like ten dollars. They sell them in baggies. It was the craziest thing. But uh, like, that's like. That's the most important thing. It's awesome. been is just being consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, now, out of all your podcasts, you do not that one is your favorite because it's kind of like um, something that you love. You have multiple things of. It's kind of oh, like yeah. groups of friends. There's not one group of friend that's your favorite. It's no, like, right. you have different tastes. Is there one podcast though that is like that's where you get to like break away? Because on Vinyl Divers, I'm away where I'm not really fake. I'm not fake, right? But my interest in what you see of me is my music, and I get a little bit of personality into it, but you're getting my music side. You're yes. getting my... That's you. That, that, that's you're, that, right. you're getting this part of me. Yes. Now, when you go to Hardly Awesome, I'm unfiltered. Like, there is no holding back. And so I treat Hardly Awesome, it's maybe not the best well-downloaded or performing show <laughs> as of right now, but it's not bad because we don't care. Hardly Awesome is for me and Chris where we just... That's us. Let it all out. So yeah. I look forward to Hardly Awesome. Is there a show that you just like, there's one topic you're like, oh, this is when I get to talk this and this is that. Like that's the one that shines over the others? Oh, it's not man. wrong if there is or isn't. No. Just curious. Honestly, that's a great question. It's just because you do you. so many different ones. It's right. not like even your two, even the two wrestling shows, they're very, they're, they're very different. They're not like one is about indie wrestling and then other ones WWE right. one is about like high school wrestling yeah and it did it did really good I you know I got a media award for it this year which is I mean that, that was important that was amazing that was really cool and I didn't see it coming and it meant a lot to me um, but I can't put one show over, over the other like two point obviously I have complete creative control mm-hmm. you know that's football what I, you know I love football I love being able to talk about it you know year round now at this point and I mean that's full complete, you know, creative control. But um, you know, there's different aspects like I, I, video games, football, wrestling, comic books. Those are all very important aspects of my of my life. Um, I love to be entertained, and those are the four things that that get me. You know, it's you know, people are in other stuff, but that's that's what I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really cool with the people that I get to work with on a regular basis. You know, like you know, Christian Caddy, and you get to hear their different points of views. At the same time, we're we're still being you know ourselves. We're bringing three different personalities to the table, and we get to talk about video games. And you know, even if even if it's like a like a topic that we don't know, like I, I still learn you know stuff. So which makes it really cool. Um, same thing with comic books. You know, um, you know, with with Greg and, and Chris Golo. Uh, 
you know, very, just a very important aspect to my life, fun in its own way, you know, it's, and the best thing about it too, is that they're all different, mm-hmm. all the, and, and I'm not just saying the sub, the subject matter, yeah. but the flow of how we do it, mm-hmm. how the shows do, um, is all different, and you get to work with different people, which is important too, I feel like in podcasting, the more people you work with, the better you will be, mm-hmm. learn how to interact and direct conversations, and it's, hey. Yeah, no, I I think that's one thing I didn't realize and didn't understand until I tried doing that cooking show with my friend at first. Right. Is that when you're the producer or like when it's your show, it's kind of like leading that show. I never understood that because Vinyl Divers is, is pretty much primarily all solo. It's always me. Yeah. Um, I've had like, few- and I give you credit because solo recording is very very difficult. It, it's a different kind of flow. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard. Because I've done a, a bunch of two point ones by myself, mm-hmm. and it it gets in your head. Yeah, you start like you might like goof up, and then it just you have to pause and just calm down because yep. <laughs> you're in a rage or just just something. You just have to relax, you know, relax, get your focus back. Um, so I give you a lot of, like credit for doing a, a regular show by yourself. That's that's awesome. I'll tell you, dude. Uh, there's been many episodes of Final Divers. There's been a couple that we've actually had a re that uh, what fans have listened to are re-recordings. Right. Like I've done an album, and it was kind of like. I got done with it. I looked at Chris. I'm like, not happy with that. My fans are getting that. We got to redo this uh, tomorrow. And he's yeah. like, all right, no problem. And because it's, it, I mean, I've had 10 minute episodes. I've had half hour episodes. I mean, me and Christian, I think we talked for an hour or something. You guys had a really day. good, yeah, the one we I sat in on, I was listening to. That was a great episode too. Like I learned, was, I learned a lot about Christian that I didn't know. It was so much. Oh like I remember looking at Chris and he's just like. <laughs> Chavez and he's like, come on, let's go. <laughs> like, oh my god, there was so much to go, but like my, my episodes have all kinds of flows, all kind of timing. Yeah, but at times it kind of gets in my head, like, oh, I'm doing something different, and I've come to realize that you know, with with vinyl divers, the I think the best way to lead a solo show is to kind of know your point, know what your structure is. And the other day, kind of Chris, I never never clicked. He kind of was like, listen, your structure. Very straightforward. Yeah. You intro, you do a hype up for the album, you do an introduction of sorts, you present the album, we listen to a song, you would do side A, then we do a commercial, we, then we do side B, then I get my rating on the album, and move forward. That's Simple it. as that. And yeah. I'm like, oh, it does have its own structure already. Structure, I'm to find it straight and... to the point. It doesn't stray away from what you're trying mm-hmm. to do. So, uh, without a doubt. So, today, um, when I invited, when I asked you to come on and uh, ask if you want to and I, I tell all my guests, hey, like, do you want to pick an album, an artist? Is there a theme? Like, your, your call, whatever you wish to do. Uh, just, you know, let me know. I didn't expect you to pick this one today. Not at all. Because <laughs> you had so many different so many different podcasts, I didn't know where you were going to come from. I didn't know if you were going to bring a video game soundtrack. Oh, I didn't know if you were going to bring something from movies. Went, I could have went anyway, to be honest I know. with you. Um, so it was very, it was actually very difficult to choose guardians and there, there's a bit of a reason why we'll get to that in a second, but, um, so the, I'll, I'll just get, so the album yeah. we're going to do today yeah. is, uh, the awesome mix volume one from the guardians of the Gar- guardians of the galaxy soundtrack. I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize 
what you do to me. When you hold me in your arms so tight, you let me know everything's alright. So, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, I feel like this is one of my favorite soundtracks. Um, last time I did a soundtrack, it was the one to St. Almo's Fire. Yes. So this was kind of like, I love this album. I love soundtracks because it brings, um, it's not just a specific band or album, it's a good compilation. And sometimes when I get soundtracks, it's always like, oh, there's only like one or good hits off of it. This is a great album to choose. It was. In- so why did you why did you want to bring this one? All right. So like 24, when this movie came out, it was like a very like exhausting, weird time in my life. Um, I just had like this awkward like breakup with with professional wrestling. Like I, that's this is right when I stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't talking to my best friend at the time. Um, and actually, the night we went to go see this, I was working two jobs, and I was exhausted, absolutely exhausted. I was working overnights trying to get become an electrician, and I was working my regular landscaping job right after that. Always working. a hustler. <laughs> Always a hustler. <laughs> Always a hustler. I, it was, dude. It was so. It was so tiring, and I would. I would legit work from nine o'clock at night. Finish up the electrician's gig at six. Drive to Tonawana. Go to my landscaping job at seven, and work till whenever we could. You know, usually just regular eight-hour days sometimes, but sometimes it went to like four. 4.30, and it was like half hour ride home, and I legit sleep for three hours. And I did this for two months. Two months. No, dude, and, and the money was was great, but and I, it just wasn't worth it. I was just, I was so miserable. But um, like I said, very weird time. Mm-hmm. But the, the night we went to the drive-in, and, and here I am, you know, this movie, Guardians of the Galaxy, I, I've heard of them, but I've never read any of their comics. I don't know really any of the characters, um, what is this movie going to be about? I, I have no idea. No inkling at all. Um, but <laughs> I overslept my alarm to leave. I came home from work that day um, from my landscaping job, fell asleep. I was only supposed to take like a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour nap. Real brief. Uh, I slept past it and woke up at 7 o'clock. And this was opening weekend, um, 7 p.m. So we, I had to wake up real quick go pick up my now wife, come back, and we had to race out to the drive-in. On uh, transit? Transit, yes. Nice. Uh, so we made it. We had uh, we had decent, you know, decent viewing. I had, uh, you know, we just sat out and enjoyed it, and it was like, with everything, as weird as everything was at that point, like, it was relaxing. And I had no idea what I was in store for either. You know, as soon as the, the movie starts up and... And you got Chris Pratt as Star Lord, you know, bump, <laughs> you know, shuffling around. He, he's on, I think the planet's called uh, Morag or something like that. He's going to get the Power Stone yep. initially, or the Orb, you know. And then uh, "Come and Get Your Love" by by Redbone comes on. I'm like, Phew. like it was like a, I just sighed, like it was a huge sigh of relief. What's I'm like, on? yeah, he, it was amazing. I didn't like that set the tone for the rest of the evening, the rest of the viewing of that movie, and like. That song, I've heard of it before. I've heard of it before. But, like, now it's like a ritual for me. Like, now it's a regular thing. I have the entire album downloaded on my phone. Um, 
and that's what, what a lot of the songs on this compilation were, were just songs that I've heard of in passing but didn't know what they were. And now they're like, that was the soundtrack of my summer that year. It really was. I would go, I would go landscaping, and I would just listen to, I would just blast it. You know, in the truck, in between, because we we drive drive all over Buffalo, um, all all various parts of Buffalo, Clarence, Williamsville, just everywhere. And the entire time, I had the radio tuned up, I had the thing plugged in, the aux cord plugged in, and we would just be singing. And then when I was done, we were done driving. I plug in my headphones, and I go ride on the lawnmower all night or all day long, and just listen to it. And it was great. It's a great soundtrack. It's honestly one of those cruising. It's one of those cruising tracks where you've. like I'm away here. At first, I was gonna play it um, on through the Bluetooth, but for whatever reason, you can't get it on iTunes, or like you have to find like a playlist of it, or it wouldn't let yeah. me download it. So I had a CD of it, which I'll say it's one of the only was one of the first CDs I've bought ever. It's one of the only CDs I've ever bought. Ever bought? Yep. Really? What did you do in the nineties? How, how old are you? I'm 27, almost 28. 25. So <sighs> I was just at that point where. I, MP3s were just MP3s thing. were just coming out. Like I remember the iPod, the iPhone, Shuffle. the iPhone first came, the the first iPhone came out when I was in eighth grade. So I was so I, I was a junior. So yeah, okay, so that like, makes sense. I had already been like either like iPod Shuffles, iPod Nanos, like that was kind of the normal. To yeah, me. okay. Like I remember the joke of the iPhone, the iPod parody in Scary Movie Four. You spoiled kids. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, up to that point, I only had like four CDs that I listened to and I repeat. Right. Um, Backstreet Boys EP that I got from McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> right? Of course. Yeah, I, Who doesn't I, love 90s boy bands? Come on. I mean, like Backstreet Boys from McDonald's? <laughs> sure. Um, I had, there was a, oh shit, there was a couple different hair metal CDs that my stepfather had made. Right. That I kind of have, and I know he listened to this now, so Steve. I had CDs. Um, <laughs> and then I had uh, a Toby Keith Greatest Hits 2. Okay. And that was, and, Brad, and like a Brad Paisley CD. That was it. That's all I listened to. And, and like, that's if I had put CDs on. Right, right, right. Um, I always had MP3 players. But when I heard this come out, I was like, this is something I need to be able to put on my car no matter when. Yeah. And I put, I bought it, and I put it in, and the minute the second movie came out, I'm like, I could go buy that soundtrack now too. And I did. And you know what's really cool about it too is, you know, this is this is Vinyl Divers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy, like that movie, that soundtrack came out right at the beginning of, I'd say, the probably the rebirth of you know vinyl records becoming mm-hmm. um, popular again, and it also helped bring them back cassettes. Yep. Uh, There's a store in the mall that. Like, yes. I remember I remember going in one day and it's like they had like Star Lord's cassette players and I'm just like all right, I'm okay with this. Like yeah. it's bringing it back. It was it was really cool. And they, they yeah, they like the the actual mixtape, like the the design for it was really cool. I'm like you know, this is it's almost mind-boggling because tapes were long past popularity. Like mid-90s I feel like people weren't buying tapes anymore af- after the mid-90s. Did were you a taper? Were you? Were you I had a lot of tapes. I had a lot of cassettes. Um, actually, my first car only had a cassette player. So what I would do, my dad had a legit like suitcase holder. It was the weirdest thing, but it it, it just smells like the eighties. Like it's <laughs> it's so crazy. But it has all these different cassettes in it, and and I would just have them all ready to go in the car in the car, and that's what I listened to when I drove to school, whatever. So yeah, I was a kid. I I've been through everything uh, except eight tracks and. 
Yeah. Thank God we missed that. Like, thank God Atrax doesn't make a comeback. <laughs> See, everyone's like, oh, you want to skip to the end? I guess we're going to listen to it. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. No I'll way. say that's one thing I like about vinyl, though, is um, A-Track, I, I like the appreciation. Like, I, the idea, though, is that that's something I think this generation and my sister's, like, I'll say my sister, my sister generation. There's certain weird ones, but it's becoming the normal that you don't listen to a full album, you don't listen to a full CD. Yeah, it's more so songs. That's why MP3s are so popular nowadays. What's the hit? Where vinyl and eight track, you had to listen to it all. Right. You had to. You just you listen to one side, you flip it over, you got the other side. Yeah. And there's an appreciation with vinyl that, you know, um, have you ever? Have, you said that you want to get a vinyl. You keep. I do. You my dad writing. had one when when I was little. Uh, he did used to play. He used to have like a. He was a huge Kiss fan, huge Kiss fan, and he would play the records all the time, and I probably broke them at some point. I remember trying to, I forgot how old I was, um, <laughs> but uh, I was like really into like rap at the time, oh, no. <laughs> so on. I tried to do the DJ like shuffle thing, and I'm pretty sure I broke the record player. <laughs> I didn't know. I was... 20 years old no <laughs> no i'm just kidding i was only uh i was like 12 <laughs> he's like dad yo look at me yeah look at me dad what are you doing <laughs> oh i kill my kid i know i'd kill him because he'd have his own separate dj equipment right <laughs> i'd be like would you have this stuff he probably had no clue but i i, well, I, I do have interest in getting another vinyl play uh, a vinyl player um, I mean, I think my dad has some cool records still, like hidden from from me. Not that I live at home anymore, but they're probably buried away somewhere. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you that's where the beginning of my vinyl collection came was from family, and just you know, you start to find something. But I guess the biggest thing is that like there's something that as an adult, as as someone that can appreciate music, not like you no, know, it's it's kind of funny, like what you did and everything. It was great, yeah. like that like, was an interaction. Um, but like when you get to it as like you understand that this is music now. Yes. And when you, as, when you can appreciate that. I do. A lot. Be- a lot more now. Yeah. The older I've gotten, the more I've appreciated music and, you know, the the, the whole art form behind it. Mm-hmm. And, dude, music's everywhere. And we I think we said it before the show. Maybe mm-hmm. it made it on the recording. But it is a universal language. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everywhere you go. There's, like, every... I can associate a song to just about every important moment of my life, which is, I think is the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. Um you know, listen to a certain track and get in the chills. You know, like the good chills. You know, like like for high school wrestling, I throw back. And, and like, you're up the final countdown. It's a song that's very widely associated with high school wrestling. I don't know why, um, but it gets played at a lot of the tournaments. And huh. like, every time I hear it, like, I just get, like, these flashbacks and, like, oof, I want to go wrestle again, you know? Or, like, when pro with pro wrestling, like I hit some of my different... Like entrance music, like that, chills every time I hear it. Chills and memories every time. I can I can legit associate a song to just about every aspect of my life ever. That's I mean I think that's what's amazing about music, and um, I think that's one thing that people don't see anymore with full albums. They don't take that time to listen to the music all the way through and appreciate it. Like when you put on that soundtrack and you were driving, yeah, you didn't hit skip. Nope, you. You took it all in and you enjoyed every single song to its value. Yes. Kids now, they, oh, hey, I like that song, um, click, and they just get that hit. That's it. You know, with vinyl, I mean, yes, you can pick songs in between. It's, just a, it's a struggle. A, yeah. It's a struggle. You can do it if you want to hear a certain hit, I guess, whatever. Yeah. You know, each their own. But 
I'm going to tell you, even if I'm like, all right, fuck the first song, I'm going to go to the second one, I, I lay on the second track, I'm going to let it play through to the end because I'm not going to listen to that one song and then change the song. I'm going to play it out. And just know? enjoy it. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's get into this album. Uh, side one, it kicks off. I, I realize the uh, soundtrack isn't in order with the movie. Probably not. It, makes... it is just uh, kind of a, a mixed up mash. <laughs> okay. And uh, basically what I want to do is each side, is there one, uh, we each get to pick one song that we really want to bring or highlight from it. I actually have it pulled up here. I don't know if you pull up there. Um, <clears throat> here we just... Okay. They got these actually split up pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, side A and then it should be side yeah. B. All right. Uh, so... A special one, probably. Honestly, if there was if there was one song on this side that you're like, you know what, I if you had to pick, it's hooked on a feeling, hooked on a feeling by Blue Swede, absolutely, yeah, one hundred percent. With that, yeah, th- that was that was the song. That was the song. Like me and I got my buddy hooked on it, my landscaping buddy hooked on it, and we would just have the windows down and just start singing that song over and over and over again. And that was like our connection. You know, that was like. That was the highlight of our day. Is just getting around to drive that. So and and like you know when the the bait you know the drums and uh, <laughs> you're slamming on the steering wheel to put, to go along with it and just, we just listened to it over and over again. It was it was so good and you know the way it was uh, utilized in the movie too. I think helps, which you know which I think is another important aspect too. Like you know the way music is utilized in a in a in a film of this sorts. You know what part is it involved in. If it's a cool part, it sticks out more. Mm-hmm. And this was right when um, I don't. I, I keep trying to think. I haven't seen the movie in forever. Do you? When was the hook? It's right when they all got kidnapped. They were in the uh, that prison. I can't remember the name of the prison, but <gasps> when they're all getting transported, but the blue guy had the headphones on, and um, Star Lord, he's like, "Don't touch! No, don't touch that! That Blue Sweet nineteen, whatever year the song came out. That's my that's my song." And they, he starts getting jabbed with like the electric. Uh, it's almost like a uh, like a stun gun, stun rod, or something like that. And they start blasting him. Yes, but yeah, it's it's it's, it's right. It's, it's when he's being processed. Yes, yes. That I remember that scene. Yes. Yep. Oh, that's such a great. I'm gonna tell you, that's a great movie too. That it's is such a good movie. It's one of my. It's in my top five of MCU and well, maybe not superhero, but MCU movies. It's in my top five. I would consider my top five of MCU movies. Yeah, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'll tell you, that's one movie that snuck up on everyone. I feel because it, it's just like it's it's what allowed Ant Man to be what it was. It was had the same feeling of yeah, like, the humor. Like, yes, like Guardians of Galaxy. Like, who who are these guys? Like, really? I legit thought it was going to be like this one off movie mm-hmm. that helped push the storyline, and I didn't think there was going to be multiple movies. Obviously, we had a sequel, and there. Um, Number three, they got James Gunn back, and they're going to start filming, I think, in 2021, I read. But I didn't know it was going to be as big as this. No, no you I don't know? think anyone did. I I wonder that I I don't think they expected it to either, though. I'm pretty sure they didn't plan, like, hey, we need to now incorporate this into the, into the main um, phases. Yeah. They, I don't think they really planned for that. Yeah. They probably were like, let's do Guardians of the Galaxy movie. If it sticks, we can work with it. If right. not, it was what it was. It fed into the... Into everything else, and it, it's cool how they've been utilized. Like they got you know involvement in the new event, the most recent Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. They're going to be featured in the upcoming one, Endgame, that comes out in a month, less than a month. You got tickets? Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, Greg snuck us up. He, he bought them for all the panel discussion guys Perfect. and our wives. So that was really nice. that was really clutch and very kind of him. But uh, he was when he <laughs> when he went to go buy them, he was experiencing technical difficulties. But um, when he did get them, it was letter or was it not letter. Um, it was like the second. It's the second row in the AMC theater. So at least we have recliners. Mm-hmm. But I, I, mean, I don't care. I, we just get to be. You know, mm-hmm. we get to see it, and that's all. That's all I care about. Are you guys going to do a, like a, a personal marathon uh, for it, like leading up to it, like the week build up? Or I know last, I, I think it was maybe before Infinity War, me and Amy, my wife, mm-hmm. uh, we watched a bunch of them together um, as best as we can. We weren't living together when the last one came out, but we still seen each other enough to where we're like, okay, let's map out and, and pick this one and this one and this one. So it's important to, I watch them regularly. So, but it's still cool to do it right before. How many times have you watched Infinity War since? Oh boy. <laughs> okay, so it's one of those. See, I've only watched it like three times. Really? Like it's. I mean, Chris, we talked about this the other day. It's like it feels when I watch Infinity War, I get the Empire feels. Right. Where it's a hard movie to watch. It like it's it's an intense movie and it it doesn't end on a good note. Like no, which I which I like, which I like, and the art of storytelling, I I do love that it does that. Um, mm-hmm. I've probably watched Infinity War. Let's see, I watched it three times in theaters. I I do multiple times Very and like nice. and I I hate I hate when. I don't like going to fish it online and find online streams. Like Mm-mm. artists deserve to get paid if they're if. It's up for sale. I would rather go and pay for it than find an illegal downloaded stream. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I've seen it three times in theaters. I, as soon as it came out, I bought it on my PS4 digitally. And I probably watched it maybe five times on there. Uh, on the flight down for Honeymoon, going down to Miami, they had free complimentary movies. and But I didn't have wired headphones, so I just watched it with subtitles. <laughs> It's it's a lot. I'm obsessed. I'm very easily obsessed. Nice, though. That's, that's still great. It's a, it's a phenomenal movie. And I think what Guardians of the Galaxy did for it is that it introduced, it, it gave that flavor, it gave that, um, gave that component that was missing. Like, we have, we have seen the Avengers. Yeah. By no means am I tired of seeing Iron Man. Right. I'm not tired of it. But every movie is becoming the same same yeah, cast I'll now, take, um, so it's a little harder to absolutely it gives it open up the cosmic universe, which mm-hmm. I think is a really important thing, and that they will they will eventually get into. But yeah, well, I mean they're kind of already stepping that way with Captain Marvel. Yeah, oh absolutely, is, Guardian, awesome. Guardians paved the way, and now everything's starting to follow. Mm-hmm. So, which is uh, I'm loving it. But I mean, I don't think that movie would have done as good as it did without that soundtrack, because that soundtrack became like. I think it became a soundtrack for everyone that summer. It was real. Like, it was absolutely iconic. Yeah, the his, the mixtape was a nice surprise because I don't believe it was really. Um, I don't think music was featured. It's hard to feature music mm-hmm. in a comic book. Like it doesn't. Tr- I don't think it would translate well on pages. But um, you know the way James Gunn utilized it, and he picked. I mean, all the all the songs on that, and like, if we just want to run through them really quick on I mean, A one. I mean, on the first side, it kicks off with uh, "Hooked on Feeling," yeah, which you guys heard. Um, go all the way by the Raspberries, phenomenal. This song is one uh, I wanted to ask you: is uh, "Spirit in the Sky." Love it. What do you think of when you hear that song? That, that song, because I know what I think. What I know what I think of. 
I've heard it in a. I've heard it in so many movies. Like it's hard to. What movie is the one that sticks out to you? I'm probably gonna feel really stupid when you say yours. <laughs> no, you're like it, it, for like for me. It, it instantly yeah. Guardians, but it's better in the sky. Um, so all I hear is the the, the very being the longest yard. Instantly, it's all I can think of is where the co- is where the warden is talking to Adam Sandler, and I'm just like, I just got yeah. This is one of those moments that like I hear that song and I can't think of Guardians, but it's just like it's such a good song. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie too, Longest Yard. That's a that's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah, but I mean, like even like the first side, I don't think there is. There's certain songs in there that I didn't recognize, like um, like. Um, uh, I say I don't listen to a lot of David Bowie. Mo- uh, Moonage Daydream. Yeah, I know. I know David Bowie for I mean, his his you know some of his more popular works. Like that's like a, I would have to say it's an underrated classic. Cause I never mm-hmm. heard it on the radio prior to the song. It's a, you know what? The, good point too is after this soundtrack came out, you heard it everywhere. Really? Everywhere? Oh yeah, everywhere you went. People, you go to a bar and people were just playing this all the time. Like a you know variety of songs like Moon Age Daydream. I never heard it so much in my life. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just because I recognize it after um, hearing the name and seeing David Bowie did it. But I hear it so much everywhere I go. It's unbelievable. Uh, let's see what else is on a a side. Elvin Bishop fooled around and fell in love when him and Gamora listened to the. To, well, they were listening to it right before they went to go see the Collector. Okay, and that's G- when that, I remember. I, I your remember. pelvic sorcery. <laughs> she pulled the knife to his throat and uh i mean jackson five i want you back like come on that's that's a great song um i'll tell you this honestly if i i this is one of the few i i don't like buying compilations and i don't prefer to listen to compilations on vinyl right because i listen to vinyl i want a vinyl for an artist right if i want to have a playlist i'll build a playlist i'll tell you this is one of the vinyls i i keep seeing and it's just one of those like i don't want you Whenever want I to, see, but I want to, but it's one of those like ah, it's next a moral time, breaker. Next yeah. time, it's a moral it breaker for you. Yep. And I'm gonna tell you, I think this is the one of the ones. This one, maybe, maybe when the third one comes out, maybe I'll do like a one, two, three, or maybe when I, if I can catch like one and two and get them on sale, like catch them, sweet. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you, this is one though that like the side A, there isn't a bad song there. I, I feel like side B, which we're gonna get into in a minute, um, is great too. There's not a bad song on me either of them. But I mean, if you're if you're listening to this on vinyl. If you've just started the soundtrack, the first half of this is gold. Yeah. It's gold. You are having a great time. Um, real quick, can we insert a commercial? Absolutely. Are you sick and tired of all the politic and drama in your sports talk as of late? I most certainly am. My name is Matt Johnson, host of the Two Point Conversation podcast and your home of politic-free penalty-free, no BS football talk every Wednesday right here on the BICBP radio network. Check us out. All right. Dude, thank you. Great commercial. <laughs> Happy to, yeah, it was a good, solid one. This two-point conversation commercial. Very nice. little Very plug nice. there. I love cheap plugs. <laughs> cheap plugs. Um, so we're going to get back into uh, side B. So we, we don't have the vinyl in, in person. Um, I didn't buy it. You don't have a record player to to DJ off. Unfortunately, so not. No, we we don't have it. But uh, we both have listened to this uh, soundtrack very extensively. 
I feel like we can give it an honest review, an honest rating. And, you know, a lot of this album is that when I talk about a band or talk about the music itself, this is this is just memories from this album, I feel like. The soundtrack is just bringing memories in. Yeah, absolutely. A- absolutely. Um, for side B, I'll say one of my favorite songs from this one that really sticks out. I do love Ain't No Mountain High Enough, but it is uh, Cherry Bomb. Can't stay at home. Great one, and um, it's a uh, crowd who is Joan Jett. Yes, I never made that connection. I never clicked. I never realized. Oh, this is who this was. And after I started hearing it, I was like, Oh shit! <laughs> it's like, Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, from side two, if you had to pick a side B, what would uh, be? So you're so you're trying to tell someone like, Listen, you got to listen to the second side off of the Awesome Mix Volume One. What song are you trying mm. to sell them on? I, I think it's it's a little bit easier. Like there are a lot of good great songs on this side too. Mm-hmm. Um but I think because it it helps because of the scene it was associated with that Come and Get Your Love by Redbone has to be. that set the tone for the whole movie and it is actually a really good song like that's something I can listen to on repeat like six to seven times and not get sick of it mm-hmm. and the entire time you listen to it you're just getting visions of Chris Pratt spinning around in that in that cave and, and kicking the, <laughs> the little alien creatures um, but it has a great side it, I mean that's that's another solid you get some solid artists in there and, and yeah but it would have to be that one that's that's a gimme for me i'll say um the pina colada song that's another good one idea i don't i don't remember this i don't remember the scenes from them in but i when i was driving here i was cruising down the boulevard and had that blasting i don't know if you've been outside recently but it's like oh yeah. it's like 50 degrees so oh, yeah. it's not like warm warm <laughs> it's, it's warm it, compared to what we've been used to the last yeah. month um but i mean like i still had my windows blast and i was shouting it in the car and i'm just like it's fucking cold, but this song's really good. It's worth it. This was played, and it's fun. I can almost tell just yeah. about every um, song in there, but this was when they escaped the prison, and then he went back for his tape player. And all the Guardians were ready to take off. They thought they had the orb. They were going to take off and go sell it and split the shares. Um, but he he stayed back. <laughs> he smartly kept the orb and then uh, went and got his cassette player back. So yeah, that was man. I gotta watch. I think I'm gonna have to watch that movie tonight. Uh, I may have to go. I may have to put that on. Is that? I think it's on Netflix. I don't know. 
You know, I think you're right. I think it is. At least I know the second one is. I'll watch the second one on Netflix. I, yeah, why not? I'll tell you that. I love that soundtrack just as much. Without a doubt. It's a toss-up. It's Honestly, I think the first one's better, but the second one is really, really good. I think, um, like uh, like the first one, how the song, uh, was it? I can't think. What's the, what's the song you just said? Um, who Red, uh, Redbone, Come and Get Your Love. Yeah. Um, kind of like how Redbone, Come and Get Your Love set. Mr. Blue Sky set the tone for the sequel where baby Groot is dancing 100% yes and um it's kind of like i guess a way to touch on both Mr. Blue Sky and uh come and get your love where when Star-Lord kind of puts the headphones on and starts dancing with it have you played the Marvel Lego game i have yeah, the but, the most recent one where you can press the circle button yep and or does I think it? the circle button and it does it yep and he starts shooting everywhere and i'm just yeah. like Michael Edman, I hear those. I hear that music, and I just like, man, I fucking need blasters. Like, that's, I can do this shit. <laughs> that's the only part of that game I liked, to be honest with you. Really, I, I, it, it felt, felt like a huge letdown compared to the previous two Marvel superhero games. Mm-hmm. I feel like everything wasn't as open world. It was very contained. Like, it was just weird to me. It, it, it didn't feel normal. It was just yeah. yeah. Like, they still jump between realms, though. Yeah. So how? It, it, it still felt like contained. Like I, it was, it was weird not being able to traverse completely through like New York City and and stuff like that. Like they had areas visibly blocked off. It was just weird. I should probably download it and give it another chance. Um, Did you buy it? Yeah, I have it uh, digitally. So nice. yeah, you know, it's one of the first games I bought for my PlayStation. I was like, oh, I gotta get this. It was fun. Like I enjoy it. Yeah, it's a fun game to just throw on. But I, I guess I could see that because I remember the first one. Yeah, and then, superheroes and Avengers. They I mean they essentially had the same, just wide open map, and mm-hmm. there was a lot more. It was a lot more free roam, which was which is a nice feature. But um, and I like the. It's tough to say because like they all, they, none of them have had like the perfect roster of characters. Even mm-hmm. though the Avengers one was pretty cool because they had Quicksilver, but um, I didn't really like the roster in this one either. It was very, it was weird to me. Did they have X Men in the roster in the second one? Um, I don't think they put any Avengers action. one. They didn't have it. The very first one, superheroes, they had it. But then, I don't know if they had it in this most recent one. I don't think Wolverine or any of them are in the second one. No, or Fantastic Four. They'll probably like be that. in future installments. Oh but, yeah. Um, well, now they have the properties back. Yeah. But dude, that was a great out. Al- that was a great. Uh, that's a great album. Thank you for picking that, dude. I'm more than happy to. I, there were so many other ones, and I, I, I mean, I could have easily picked like. Um, I like everything. I like everything. Oh, I love Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Like oh. vintage to me. Like Jersey Boys. Love it. Did you ever watch it? I have the movie. I've oh. I've watched the shit out of that movie. It's so good. Um, I want to go see the play. Oh, do you got to? I I've been. I love to go see the play. Got to go see that live. Um, That's a great show. I heard it's really good live, but the, I think the movie is excellent. Mm-hmm. The movie. It, the movie. I'll tell this one. Um, when you go from stage to film, kind of uh, perfect example. Rent. Yeah. Live performance, hundred times is better. Yeah, hands down. I've heard that, but the story is a little bit more easier to follow, more direct in the movie. Uh, Frankie Valley, same way. It's a little bit more direct, and the storytelling is kind of more straightforward. Yeah, uh, the musical kind of takes their own little spin on it, where everyone steps up to the front, like, "Hey, I'm taking control now." Right. But apart from it, those guys sing the hell out of those parts. They're so good. Mm-hmm. I've listened to. The original, the uh, the greatest hits of mm-hmm. Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. Then mm-hmm. I've listened to the specific Jersey Boys one, and there's pros and cons to both. Like Jersey Boys has like 
a more quicker, faster vibe than a lot of the the original songs, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice. But that's another thing that happened, like on a whim too, because we, we're we're huge moviegoers, me and my wife, and. <laughs> We're like, let's see. She she was like, um, okay, we have two choices: Jersey Boys or Transformers. And I was like, I really don't want to see Transformers. Like, they, those movies have been such letdowns. So let's go see Jersey Boys. I'll, I might hate it, but let's go. And I was just like, my jaw dropped. I was like, I I know all these. I, this is a real story, essentially. It's like it's based on a play that's based on a real story. Yeah, it's written from that. And, sure. and I listened to that. Like that album too. That's another album that I have downloaded. Next time, man. Yes. I mean, any well, I mean, anytime, anytime you were like, hey, I want to talk music. Do you mind? Like, do you want to do this? Sure. I'm all about. It. I could do video game OSTs. I, I have a lot of those on my phone. Um, there's even some like football based music, like TV, mm-hmm. TV, you know, TV show. Thing. Like, I can do. I could talk music for hours. I really could. Mm-hmm. I really could. I don't know if your listeners could take. <laughs> <laughs> all that time straight straight to me just talking nah, about dude. the music I listen to. No, man. It's such a weird, weird hybrid mix. See, that's the thing about Vinyl Divers is that if we don't have a vinyl of it, if we have it, we grade it. We like, all right, we like physically we grade the copy. Like, oh, this is a nice edition. Yeah. Um, I think you guys do a grading. Um, panel discussion, panel discussion we do. Also, yes, kind yes. of that way. Yeah. Um, I got my base set of rules, but if we don't have the album, it's one of those, what would you wor- What would you buy it? What's it worth to you? If they had this beat, because I don't know if you do notice, there's a lot of uh, soundtrack for video game scores, like Final Fantasy. I used to have a Final Fantasy like IX soundtrack CD, and I listened to it. And people are like, "What are you listening to?" And I'd almost be too embarrassed to tell them, but then I tell them, I would tell them, and I almost re- like almost regret it. Like I felt, I felt weird. Like I, I feel mm-hmm. weird listening to that stuff, and I do get like they have to, but I'm like, I don't give a shit. This is like this is pumps me up. When I used to get you know wrestling workouts. I used to listen to, like the Final Fantasy seven VII and eight, you know, like all those soundtracks, and and I had them all downloaded right on my phone. Wrestling themes and 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 so much like such a, a wide like it just if something catches my my attention, mm-hmm. I I love it. I will listen to it until I hate it. <laughs> like oh, what's that song's name? Oh, that okay. And then you listen to it like fifteen, twenty times, legit in a row because it's just you're obsessed with it, and then you still like it, but you don't like it as much. But you like it forever. You know it. Yeah. You know it. It's 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 hard to explain. But um, literally anything that catches my my attention, well, I, mean, I enjoy. That's the thing about vinyl divers is that if we don't have it, it's we're introducing. That's that's the biggest thing about vinyl divers. Where I guess it's not always about vinyl. It's about introducing people to music. Right. Your impression, raw, uncut. There is no uh, polit- like your idea. The way you say it in in two point, you straight up say no politics, no BS. I'm straight. I'm no. being honest. I hate How that. I, how I try to treat vinyl divers. Yeah. There is no alternative agenda agenda I'm pushing. I don't rev- I don't live. I don't if I listen to something I don't like it, you'll well, say it. Yeah. I'll tell you I don't like it or I maybe not just review it. Right. Be honest. I, I don't want to be mean. Exactly. But no, I'll that's... say or if I don't like it, I'll say it's not my thing, but this is what it kind of like, so you may like it if you like this. Yeah. 100%. You know, so, entertainment should not be agenda driven mm-hmm. ever. Dude, ever. Well, that's what I'm saying. So like when you're thinking about like your soundtracks, and you're like, I don't know if I could talk. Yeah, because guess what? If I got a listener that's like, man, I haven't listened, I haven't played Final Fantasy in forever. Oh shit, they have a sound. I didn't even think of that. You may click with someone there. That's true. You don't know who's going to be listening. See, like I want to do every. <laughs> I want to do all the episodes right now. Like, 
I want, I want or every, that's like everything that I, I can think of and just get it all out off my chest. No, nah, man, we'll just do fucking, we'll do a bunch of, we, I'm okay with that. I do want to do a series of video game soundtracks or some, or some I way I would like that. that. Maybe That'd have another fun. crossover with Push Start or something For like sure. that. I can, there's a lot of really good video game soundtracks that I would mm-hmm. be more than happy to, to discuss on the show. You know, I'm going to have to talk about the Master Chief. Oh, of course. For, uh, the Halo. I actually made a Halo snow globe. Did you really? snow globe. I might have. Yeah, it's over there somewhere. Oh, I'm going to have to see that. It's, I'll show you after. <laughs> all right. Well, dude, thank you for joining on. Uh, all right. So just for, if you were to buy, if you were to, so a standard, a standard vinyl runs about $20 basic. Me, because it's from, see, it, the soundtrack released in 2014. Uh, it's 2019 now. Give me five years. Assuming I'm going to buy it new. They run about twenty bucks. To me, I think that's worth it. One hundred percent. I would actually pay. I mean, you just laid out the standard price, but I I would pay up to thirty for it. To be honest with you, and if it's in decent condition, mm-hmm. still playable. Well, I think I think thirty. Yeah, that'd yeah, be great. That'd be, that'd be fair because if I mean, even if you found a copy for thirty, something like that, it probably would come with like with a little extra booklet and fun stuff with it. Yeah, so it'd be worth it because you're gonna make it a poster with it too. And cool. Hell, that's now that's another thing too. That yeah. The, the the casing for the vinyls are so beautiful. It looks so much better than CD or, mm-hmm. or tape, like or cassettes or anything like that. It's 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 special in its own right. And I think that's I've I mean I've opened it up before. I I've seen the inside of the Guardians mm-hmm. one, and I mean the cover alone is gorgeous. But just everything about it just looks great. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. But, so yeah, very good. So I'll say, um, if you haven't bought this on vinyl yet, if you've been debating whether or not to. Uh, I'll say uh, if you can catch over twenty bucks, don't over don't overpay on it because it's, you know, it's not like it's a special unique album. No, you it, can get it anywhere. You can get this, so don't overpay for it. But I say go for it, Matt. Say go for it. Absolutely, go for it. All right, absolutely. Well, Matt, thank you for joining on. Um, let everyone know where can we get you at your where where, where can we find you? Where can All we right. listen to you at? Hold on to something. Uh- <laughs> Get your uh, quill and pen. Yeah. Or your quill and paper. Your quill out and right. paper. Quill. Pin, yeah. Pun intended. Uh, <laughs> Peter Quill. Um, all right. So, um, Mondays, uh, usually we drop a new panel discussion episode um, every week. Also, I think Harley Kayfabe tends to show up, you know, come out on Sundays or Mondays. It, mm-hmm. it varies. Um, so, you can listen to us there. Panel discussion has a Facebook page. As well as an Instagram page. I'm more heavily involved in the Facebook page running tournaments and stuff, so find us on there. Uh, let's see. Tuesdays during winter time is uh, Section 6 Wrestling Cast. That's when that comes out. Um, it's a nice seasonal one. I get to take a break from it after a couple months, but have a Facebook page and, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, Instagram for that. So you can find just Section 6 Wrestle Cast if you're interested in that. Follow us there. Wednesdays and Thursdays, I started doing double episodes on the Two Point Conversation um, Facebook page, running polls all the time. Uh, Instagram. Hi, buddy. Hi. This dog's adorable. He's the best. <laughs> Hi, Prince. He's the, the podcasting pooch, man. He's there every, all the time. Um, two Point Conversation, uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays on the BICBP Radio Network. Um, Friday's Push Start Podcast comes out. And um, the other one that I do is uh, Bill's Wire Podcast. It's through USA Today Sports SMG. It's another kind of seasonal thing right now. you got to be – it's a little bit more 
<laughs> there's a little bit higher standard put to it. So you got to be careful with like, if you know, what you're putting out. You can't be as, if, if you're going to do it every week, it's got to be super efficient. So you got to like pick and choose. It's a little bit more, um, it's better during the season. Like once the season gets going, um, once football season gets going, it's easier to put out more content. But they, those show up every now and then too. So. Yeah, um, man. Instagram, Maverick, Matt, Multimedia. I, I pretty much share everything through that. So, perfect, yeah. man. Yeah, Whew, I'm blown up. You got the universal Twitter, Instagram handle, also. <laughs> I do. I, I fought do. for that. You did. <laughs> did you know I created my PlayStation, my PS4 name before I had a PlayStation? Really? There was one day someone's like, Chris made a joke, or a listener was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go make an Insta." I'm gonna Chris made was like, "What if you have a fan that went off and did one without you?" And like took your your handle on PlayStation. I was like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> so I went like went out. And I made a PlayStation one for my name. Like I downloaded the app and did one. Yeah, and I didn't have a PlayStation at all. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> man. It's kind of like why you buy like domain pages for like BICBP and stuff like this before. Oh yeah, you make sure you do it before you're like, all right, guys, we can now can announce this stuff. Yes, exactly, exactly. But. Dude, thank you for joining on. Of course. Uh, Till next time, I am Anthony Mullen. It's my guest, Matt Johnson. Hey-o. See you next week, guys.